Good morning, good morning. Today is Friday the 28th of October 2022. And I just felt like putting how I feel or recording how I feel right now or how I felt yesterday. It's really about how I felt yesterday really. Like, I, I, I wanted to put it down before I forget. And I, 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 and, I, and I really think I should have probably recorded how I feel yesterday when I was in my feelings even more. But I guess I was so, so in my feelings and in present in my feelings yesterday. The thought of recording or writing or documenting how I felt never crossed my mind per se. Right? No, yesterday, no, I have an idea that I've been working on recently, right? Granted, I generally have ideas daily, like a lot of different, exceptionally well ideas every day. And they come in my creative space all the time, and I try to write them down before I forget them or whatever, so I can actually spend some quality time and sit down, sit, sit with the idea and expand on it. But what I realized is that I, over the years, I've been gaining ideas and either forgetting them or not doing anything with them because I'm either scared shitless or don't have any faith that um, people would um, want to rally behind me and help me bring the idea to fruition. Or don't have the resources because I, I broke, got no money, don't have a big clout, or don't any big names that willing to rally behind me. That, at least that's how I felt, per se. So... Um, I always felt like if I had people who had resources, right, to hear my ideas and give me the free reign to provide me the resources I need to do these ideas, I could affect some great change in some challenges that I have that is not synonymous to me. Because I believe I have some solutions to my problems, and my problems is not only is not synonymous to Janiel. There are many other persons who also have my problem, and my solution would also help them. But in 2020, I'm coming further along in finding who Janiel is. I am becoming a bit braver. I'm kind of finding my voice even more. Right? And certain things, I always had a voice in her. But I never showed anybody that voice. But I'm straight from the point. So, in 2022, I decided to show people, at least people outside of my personal core unit of friends and family, to show the world who I am. By getting involved in, in things that kind of highlights my ability. And not only highlights my ability, but... Um, um harnesses my ability like for example i believe i have a natural speaking ability however i need to harness it improve it make it even clearer and better because i find though i can speak very well when i'm intentional about it um sometimes my my, my thoughts are jumbled and are not coherent and clear enough and they come out as jumbles as, as they are sometimes and sometimes I forget the points I was making as I'm making them and you know so I need to organize my thoughts in a very you know organized in a way that people could understand and they don't spend a lot of time getting the points I find 
um do i have great ideas great points sometimes i spend so long getting to the point i lose the person and i call that vomit sometimes my i get i get caught up in the vomit of it all the incoherency of all the information the data that i have and i haven't sat with sat sat with whatever i want to say so that i could create it in a short space of time so whoever's listening could understand very quickly what i'm what, what i want to say so they'll be able to you know know what i want from them so one reason i joined toastmaster is to help you with that right to help me enhance that natural ability that i have because what i realized i could be an exceptional speaker at something but people would never know that because of how i deliver at times because i recognize there are times when i deliver exceptionally well i am I have the right timing in terms of the length of time I spend delivering. I'm clear. I hit him on the point. I'm, you know, I have the right tone, the right everything. And there are other times, which is most of the time, I am too long to get to the point. I, um, I spend too long to get to the point. So the person don't know the point I'm trying to get. They don't know what I'm trying to communicate with them. I give them too much information that consume them. So they don't know how to, what to find. They don't know what exactly to find and all, where to find in all the data, in all the data or information I've given them, where to find what I want them to find within that information. It's lost upon them. Right? So I'm in the process of cleaning all that up. And if you listen to my my present um we call this um not voice notes but my, my, my present podcast you can see that in almost uh, in almost every podcast i've done so far i have great information embedded in the podcast but sometimes i lose you you don't realize what is the what what is she trying to say in this podcast and i think i'm presently doing it right now in this podcast i'm losing you losing you as you're listening and, you're, and losing what um, the essence of the podcast what is jenny trying to tell you what is the point of this podcast um so i'm working on all that so and i'm while i'm working on all that i'm still doing my podcast because i want people to see the changes as i grow right and i'm using myself as a guinea pig and as a learning opportunity um in real time so instead of waiting till i've perfected my craft and then do a podcast i'm doing it while i'm in my mess when i while i'm in while i'm in what i call my vomit you know so you're seeing my vomit and you're seeing me make my mistake and you're seeing me you know okay losing you but but as i progress and i and i have gained the natural skills that i need i've gained the skills i created the skills i need to kind of harness my natural talent you would see my podcast every time you listen to it in the future you'll see wait i she's clearer she's she's not too long or too short she hits home the point she knows her punch lines in accuracy she knows you know so you'll see that growth now this and even in this podcast i'm making all the mistakes that i know i am working on not making but i'm but, but that's okay i want you to see that now what is the purpose of this podcast it has taken me seven minutes and 32 seconds to get to the point yesterday i felt like dude yo i as i said i had an idea and uh, that i'm working on and um 
I know it's a really good idea. I know it's a very good idea. And I know other persons probably may have thought about this idea before. But nobody, I've never seen anybody in Sydney and Grenadines carry it through. Or bring, or I've never seen anybody do it. Like I'm, I've seen persons do, okay, my idea have, let's say my idea have seven different components. It have more, but it have more components in there. But let's say, for the purpose of explaining, that my idea have seven components, right? I've seen people who, on TV or on the radio, bring three or four that component there. And they call the idea their idea or their version of the idea um um let me give back a better name they call it apple and i've seen they promote an apple with four of the components and i'm saying that's a good idea in a year now but i'm thinking they're missing the other three components because these other three components makes that idea even better bring out the essence of the idea right and i'm like i like what they're doing now but they're missing the ingredients so i've never seen anybody with the approach that i've created so so I know my idea is a good idea and I know my idea works because I am also a client of the idea. For example, my idea is a solution to a problem that I presently have. As in, it, as in and I'm working the solution. So, you know, like, for example, I know that that one-on-one make two, right? And two is the answer, right? But I'm in the process of proving that two is the answer it's not that i've already added up one and one and my experience have garnered me two i i have i have created i've done 0.5 and 0.5 right and i know it makes one and i'm on the way of getting to two because i'm seeing results with 0.5 so I'm, i know when i reach 0.75 and 0.75 i can get 1.5 so i know when i reach one and one i'm going to get two but i've not arrived at two yet i know based on the results i've been getting from 0.25 and 0.25 that's already given me 50 i know i'm, I, I'm getting to two i'm just gaining results right and I, and I and i and i recognize that when i get to one and one it is going to make two. I've already written it down. And I know theoretically that it's going to make two. Because I I am one of the persons that need it to make two. And I'm testing it on, on myself. So I've not arrived at the finish line. I know it will. And also, doing my research, from pers- doing my research, observing people across the world in other territories, using different ingredients of the seven components right i'm seeing results in them same how i'm seeing results in myself as i'm testing it out because i need to get that too because two is solving my problem right and i know it would in my gut i know it would even before i got i was getting results for myself i knew it worked now my thing is my idea is bigger than janiel my idea requires a community right it requires a community to ensure that the results that i want i get it right and when i get it i maintain it for example let me be very basic you know for example um i might want to make money actually i said yes i genuinely want to make money can make got none right i need to make money to pay my bills and pay my debts and all that good stuff right and i know that when i get to a dollar i, I could take that dollar to pay 
for my to pay off my entire student loan, right? And I've just forgotten my main point. I'm trying as I'm talking, I'm trying to get a gather the points that I forget. But anyway, I know that I I need to pay off my student loan, and if I get a dollar, the dollar is going to help me to pay off my student loan. I already don't get ten cents. And ten cents don't pay off piece of my student loan. So I don't know. My student loan now is, is is um ninety cents left. So I need walk in. I don't so I, I know have to get the other ninety cents, right? I don't get ten cents and I don't test the ten cents and the ten cents walk. And I know and I know in, in another two weeks I can get another ten cents and I walk to get done start to walk. Right? So I, I just need to get the whole dollar so that I can prove that I got rid of my entire student loan and it worked, right? So and I know, and I, as I said, I am a, I'm one the person that need the ninety cents because the reason I came up with the idea because I need the dollar for myself. So that's why I'm so passionate about getting the dollar because when I get the, gain the dollar, I'll pay off my entire student loan because I'm one of those person who have huge student loan debt. I need this dollar idea to not only work, right? Because I need this dollar idea because I need this that environment. In order to be able to not only create another dollar for to have other debts for other to clean other debts, right? And but to, to be able to consistently create dollars over the rest of my life's debt and maintain it. So there's a difference between making money and keeping money, right? So I've created a formula. I'm I'm using money as the example. I'm not talking about money. I hope I'm not I hope I'm not lost you. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about the idea that I have, right? And um, trying to explain to you that I am working on, I'm working on the idea. I need the idea to work, right? Because when the idea works and it solves this, this particular problem, I can then take the same idea and do it again the second time to solve another problem, right? And I can spend the rest of my life perfecting the idea because that particular idea can keep itself could not only solve a problem, it could maintain my ability to continuously solve a particular problem. Right? So, yes, as I said, the difference between just making money, you have to keep money. So, there's a difference between arriving at my goal, whatever my goal is, that I'm trying not to say as yet. And no, I'm, it's just like when, when this guy said to me, Daniel, losing weight easy, Daniel. I was thinking he he not been he I've been overweight my entire life. He depends on us by, by just making it seem so simple and taking it for granted that we've been struggling over here. My struggle is real and valid. Don't make it seem as if anyway, I'm straight. So losing weight he said is easy, right? But the hard part is maintaining losing the weight. Right. For me, I think depending on who you are. Both parts can be challenging, but both parts are possible. To lose weight is possible, and to maintain losing weight and that better healthy weight, like weight, 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 and better healthy weight for the rest of your life is possible, right? So, I I, I pause here by saying that I'm not talking about money and I'm not talking about weight. I'm using money and weight, and my my number one example to hit home a point, a principle, right? Now, I decided to and it's now 15 seconds 15 minutes i still ain't really telling the story at the point of this podcast but you know if you're still here with me thank you for sticking around <laughs> uh, and and i'm being here on my learning journey as i aim to improve on my abilities no so yesterday no one thing i uh oh so i had the idea i the idea was in my head for a while then i decided to put the idea on paper right at least 
point and paper because I was so busy working on another brilliant idea that I have, right? Because I found that I was just getting ideas and never actual, I never, never um, bringing them to life. And um, in, the, in reading, doing research, I realized that there are plenty of people in the cemetery who dead and had great ideas, and nobody never knew about these ideas. So I don't want that to happen to me. So I started to improve, improve, and move from just being into planning mode and writing mode into execution. And for me, Janiel, for years and almost a lot of things I've been doing, I've been stuck in planning mode and drafting mode and creation mode and vision mode. I have been stuck there and not moving to execution mode and executing the idea because I wanted to um, make the idea perfect. But I realized there's no perfect idea. Sometimes it's just about doing the idea and seeing how when you add real life, real scenario, engaging the idea, how it unfolds. And as you see that and you have to gain that data, you can then decide, okay, now that I have interaction with the idea with other people outside of myself, I now see how the idea could unfold and I can then improve upon it. So um what I spent so now I'm I'm I'm, I'm I've spent most of my life in that vision mode, that creative mode. And I've started to and that's recently, in the last few years, starting to touch base on execution mode now no so um because as a well to have been guilty of um not prioritizing doing one thing at a time and because I end up doing multiple things at a time i watered down each thing and not properly execute it because it's been watered down so i'm getting so i've gotten over that that i'm holding now whereby i've no mastered the ability or, or not mastered i'm mastering because i'm still making mistakes i'm mastering the ability to focus just on one thing get that one thing right perfect that one thing well you can never really perfect it but you know do it really well exceptionally well and then after i've done a succeed on that thing i can take the principles and the elements of that thing and apply it to all the other things because this what this first thing has taught me has showed me so i now know i can move on to the second thing which i'll be able to get to faster and do faster based on perfecting based on accomplishing the first thing and doing it well so i Decided, you know what, Janiel? While your first, while, while my primary idea that I'm working on is so, is so good and it feels so good every day waking up, getting it done, I need to start to work on my second idea. That I, because my second idea is something I need for myself personally. And, and once I get that second idea right, it, it puts me in a, in a great space personally and it helps me to be able to, to um, accomplish all the other ideas that I have ever had and will ever have. Because this one idea is a, is a foundational idea that, that um, flows into every area of my life and every possible idea I could ever create, right? So, so I decided it's, a, it's a, that particular idea because it overlaps in every, every area of my life and it, and it overlaps into every, create, every possible idea I've ever created. It keeps nagging on me because not, I've not moved it into execution mode. It keeps nagging on me. So, I'm... Um, let me be a bit more clear. So, um, my primary, fo- my primary um vision or goal or project I'm working on, my primary focus right now is a business that I created called QuickBooks Training and Consulting Center. Right. So QTC QuickBooks Training 
and consultancy center right that's my primary focus right now and uh, it became my primary focus when i dropped when i created the idea in august 2022 and i like i created the idea i i executed the idea from august as in i started to put pen to paper on august but i had the idea for a few years and it became even more the idea became even more clear in 2021 when i got certified in the idea and in 2022 now when i um got the resources and the tools to execute the idea of my best friend surprised me with a brand new laptop and i was able to i got the laptop in august 2022 i was able to decide okay janine i can now go online do some flyers and train people in quickbooks persons locally and regionally online and then eventually do it face to face and travel the region doing so so i'm in i draft i drafted some pen and paper in august after i got i got the laptop like about the first the 10th of august i'm like something around there and i drafted i, I took the idea out of my head and put, put pen to paper and did some stuff did, did some stuff and in september i offered my services had my first set of clients in noah's um october I'm, I'm now i started my second batch of clients monday gone on the 24th of october and I'm teaching about 29 people about that right now. When I taught about eight in September, and I'm and I'm seeing how I can expand that idea and get it really good and whatever. So while I'm doing my primary idea, it was a service because I I have, I have zero dollars and zero money, and I am hugely in debt and all that good stuff. And um, and it's me myself and I. That's my team. Me myself and I. Oftentimes at this stage, when I tell people my team and I, what they don't know I mean is my team is me myself and I. And when I tell people, I have to go and check with my partners. They don't know I'm talking about my partners or me myself and I. No. Um. So while some while some in execution mode and executing my primary idea, which is my QuickBooks training center. What's nugging me on a daily basis is, Johnny, you need to start to put some legs to this other idea. Keep nugging me because once I get this other idea um, off the ground, it will be able to put me in a better space to be able to properly execute my primary focus. But I'm also in the mode whereby I'm focusing and improving and only doing one thing and doing that one thing right, get that one thing right before I really move on to something else. So but every time I do it, doing my QuickBooks thing, I say, Janiel, just checking me in my side. Janiel, come on, man, this other thing, you need to get it off the ground. You're checking me. So I say, okay. I decided this month in October to um, go beyond just the thoughts and what the draft I have in my brain and my head. Put some, and beyond the points, the basic points I've put down over the last few years. So I decided to just put some more points. I, I created what I, I call a draft today. A draft and I put some points down. So, uh, so, so it keep chucking me more. As I do in my, my QTC business, it keep chucking me, chucking me, chucking me. I said, Janet, come on, pay attention to me, man. And, I'm, and I, on my other side, I say, Janet, can't focus on two things because it's a major thing too. And QTC, how, I, how you want to do QTC, Janet? Janet, the way you want to do and the way you're doing QTC right now, it's unique here. And it's, 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 it's a brilliant idea. And it's and the way how you want to do creatures and how you want to do creatures need, need your creative space, need your creative energy, need your own, need to be the only thing you're, you're focusing on. So you cannot split your creative space into between courtesy and this other idea because it can be a distraction and you can watch it down. That's my thinking. So I know, like, but you know, I said, get 
this the, the nudge to kind of reduce from from bothering me from QTC. Okay? Just keep, every time I'm doing QTC, I'm on the table, I'm on the computer, I'm engaging people for engage, engaging persons for QTC. This idea just keep bothering me, keep choking me, keep choking me. So I say, okay, I forget out my brain because it, it can distract me from being 100% pure in QTC. So I start to. Um, I tell myself, okay, Janiel, you're not, you're not watching don't QTC and you're not going to watch it on this idea. So what you're going to do is, QTC is your primary focus and this other idea is your side hustle, it's your secondary focus. So be comfortable because people do have eight to four jobs and side hustles. So I, um, so I, so I, occasionally I just give it like a 20 minutes or one whatever and add some stuff to my secondary idea, my other idea. Remember, I have, to, I, have, I, have a, I have tons of other ideas, isn't I? But I'm ignoring them for now and just occasionally just writing them down in point form and just leaving them there. But my focus is on my primary QTC and the idea that choking me in, in my sight every minute to give it some attention, my secondary idea, which... I believe my secondary idea should have been my primary focus. I you to see my side hustle, but I'm here. I'm doing it this way, whatever. So now, um, I decided, you know what? I need to be brave enough and stop be stuck in creation mode for this sec for the second for the side hustle idea, and be brave enough. Even though I'm in my vomit, I'm I'm unable to clearly communicate, um, this side hustle. To other people so that they could get it and not be lost but i decided to go and um contact some of the people i written down in while i'm drafting this idea and whilst i'm in my vomit brave enough to um share it with people that i think could handle it handle me with care whilst i'm in my raw state and in my vomit state so and the first person I went is one of my friends who is one who falls in, falls in the category of persons or businesses I need to execute the this particular um, idea as it relates to my um, side hustle. So when I told that friend who falls within a particular industry, she's like, Johnny, yeah, I love it. I want to help you with it. I, I want to be a part of it for, for myself and I want to help you bring, bring up the idea as well for you. And so I, so I got a positive result. Then I went to a business person who is not really a friend, but is somebody I've utilized their services, and I'm a client of them, and I told them about it. And they said they love the idea as well, too. But with this person, I'm not friends, friends. We know one another. I am a client of them as well. And so, that, so, so and I asked those two persons if they like to be on the board or the team. But what about a board or a team or whatever? And they say yes right but i recognize there's other 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 key people i need to get this done as well right and one of them is my cousin as well too who is successful in his in his industry so and i and i and i and i have a list of people a list of industries that i may need to bring off this particular um side hustle idea and um I what well, else I have, I have somebody for some of the industries, not all of them. I have a, I know people in them, at least for most of the industries. Maybe all actually, I'm not sure as yet. I know people in the in in the industry that I targeted people that have a name next to that I plan to go to to tell them the idea to see if they would buy into the idea and collectively all of us come together now and can expand on the idea, right? Because I know the idea work, it works. It's because, it, as I said, I'm somebody who needs this idea to work because I would find value in this idea because I need the results of the idea. So I'm a 
possible client of the idea, right? So now, um, I just farted. Yes, I just did that. So now, um, I yesterday what purpose of this voice though yesterday remember i've been getting anybody that i share the idea with so far I, and i've only been sharing it with certain key people who could be confidential and stuff and who could handle me handle me with care because i'm still in my vomit i'm still in trying to clearly communicate the idea in a way that people can understand so thus for anybody that i've shared the idea with so far i've spent too long explaining the idea to the people them right but because they like me and they love me they sit through the process of my vomit <laughs> <laughs> and they filter through the information and they find the one line or the two line I'm trying to communicate to them. So they've all found it, right? So yesterday now is the first yesterday now or last night was the first time I spoke to my cousin about it. Because I wanted his help from 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 his industry. And I want him to not only be a part of the team to help me bring out the idea, but to also be heading be, be a director of a particular piece of the idea and to be on the team that to be on the team and to also be um um uh, he's gonna be a on the team but he's also going to be someone in the process supplying a particular thing to 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 the to the to to the, to, the, to, to wherever his clients are and he's playing multiple roles but yesterday no he is the first why the purpose of his voice with about 29 minutes the purpose of his voice with is that when i approached him yesterday he was the first person that i just wanted to cry because i felt so dumb I felt so stupid. I felt so... I have just poorly communicated my idea to him. And he didn't he didn't get it. He kept asking me, so... I'm trying to understand what you're saying, Johnny. So, what what is it that you're trying to do? What is it? That, what do you want? Um, I'm trying to... He's trying to understand what I'm, what I'm trying to do and what I want from him and that kind of thing. The other persons, the other... I think I've spoken to... I have three persons right now. Who've committed to be on the team and who's excited and they wait to me to, to know find out what's the next step. And they got it. But he know who plays a another everyone them play a huge role and eh? need everyone there in there they play a huge role. And he know he's like he's trying to understand, trying to get it, right? And I I think I, yesterday was his first time the, the, the poorest job of communicated. I know I did the poorest job of communicating what I wanted. And I and even in talking to my friend myself, wanting to cry because I, I'm saying to myself, he needs to get it and I'm not doing a good enough job so he could get it. And I'm messing this up and, I sh- and I'm like thinking, Johnny, shit, he's like the, the worst. This is like the worst time to mess up something. And you have to fit and I'm trying there and I'm, because I'm, I'm, I'm in my head as I'm talking, I'm saying, okay, she, I ain't got no money, I ain't um have no clothes and I'm I'm thinking all those things as I'm t- explaining my idea to him and he probably thinking this girl don't even know what she about and um she all over the place and I'm there like but I'm still pushing through it and I had a piece of paper in my hand and I'm still pushing through and I'm and I'm feeling like I'm doing such a horrible job which I probably was and I'm just doing vomit after vomit after vomit and he's getting lost in my vomit he cannot still understand the bits and he's like and then I realized that he is not want the audience that i that i'm catering to for my idea he's just within the industry that can facilitate my vomit but so as he's talking and he's supplying information data that i need and data stuff i said to him I, with, with my idea that i have and i said i told him it's in his rights form and it says vomit so he's patient with me because he understood what i said 
that I need for him to help me to move it from vomit to clarity. And he has something that I need, but I just don't know what that something is. He understands that, I'm, that he's there to listen to my vomit, to try and make sense of my vomit, to try and help me to communicate my vomit clearer and to see how he could play a part in the clearer part of the vomit and execution and how, how he could play a part in figuring out his role. So he understands that, hence why he's listening and he's trying to make sense of the vomit. So he knows it's vomit. He knows it's in his right state and then he's trying to help me, but he's trying to understand. And I'm there like, oh, Johnny, you're doing such a horrible job. So, uh, so now, so he, and then as he's talking and as I'm thinking I'm doing such a horrible job, I realize, yo, he is not the, uh, the, 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 the my audience in terms of what I'm trying to, to communicate to him and the clarity I'm trying to give. And again, that clarity, he's not who I'm going to be selling this clarity to. He is one of the persons who have the ingredients to facilitate the vomit or the message, right? I just need to, and, and I'm talking to him, I realize this particular idea is not something that he will be passionate about, really, until he could see the business side of it for himself because he has all the ingredients and all the things that is needed to execute it for himself. And he's been doing it every day and it's now normal to him that he's taking it for granted. So he doesn't even realize that what he has for everyday, everyday uses and everyday whatever is things that people out there within our community, his next door neighbor or people right down the street from him needs, right? But and they, but they, need, but they, they don't even know they need it. And he don't know, he didn't realize that if he has, if he himself too find clear communication and recognizes the need, he could, he could provide an access to and answers to his, even his neighbor down the street or even his cousin or his friends. But he just don't know that, right? So it is, I'm trying to show him that language and show him that what you have is a needed commodity all over the world, all over your country, all along the street, all over your community. But you don't recognize that and you don't know that. And because I'm trying to help him to identify that. So he could, so he could have like an ah moment. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, shit. And he can be like, oh... I've been taking X, Y, and Z for granted. I didn't even know that there is a market out there that, that, that exists that need what I, I've been utilizing all my life. And even realizing that I am a rare, I'm rare, rare, rare. And it's what I have in my life. It's not an everyday something for everybody. Most people need it and I, and I have it and I've been utilizing it. So that's what I'm trying to communicate. So when I left there, I left, there, left him last night feeling like I've just... Giving him too much information, not poor, not clearly communicated, be all over the place, and I've just done my my side hustle idea injustice, and I felt I just wanted to cry. I just felt horrible. I just felt like less than the worst person in the world, and and I, I just felt stupid, and, and yeah, and I, and then I said I remember, I realized I just wanted to cry. I remember calling my man and telling him we need to get here. This is a hug, whatever. All right, and then. I just, uh, I recall last night thinking, Johnny, okay, yes, you did a horrible job, and you did vomit. You you just give the man vomit, <laughs> right? And you executed Poland. That's the first person that left you not being, not not saying, great idea, Johnny. I love this. I want to gamble. I, I, I see how, I see like most persons like, great idea. I want to gamble. I see how I could join this idea and make it a good idea. Blah, blah, blah. But they are waiting on me to give them some, what is the next move kind of thing. He didn't leave with that. He leave with... Well, I think about what you said, and I, I think the first thing we need to do is let you talk to my mother. Because, um, and in, in talking to my real life, his mother's will have some of the information that I need. And also, she 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 has taken for granted, uh, without realizing that 
she have solutions to, to, a, to a global and a regional and a local problem and um for her it's normalized and the goal i'm trying to do for janiel i'm trying to normalize what they have already normalized and normalize it locally regionally internationally and bring the steps they've taken to normalize it in their life to my community so i am um, as i go back to how i was feeling i said as i took process my feelings last and said janiel okay yes you've just done vomit again for a million times yes you've poorly communicated you've confused the person you've given them too much information you have not been clear and you seem like you are a person who all over the place and don't know what you're about okay you've done that what now are you gonna die from doing that these are things I have to ask myself to kind of motivate myself to continue. Are you going to die? No, I'm not going to die, Janiel. So this is me, Janiel, asking Janiel. So, Janiel, are you going to die? No. Janiel, was that just like a bad day for you? Yes, yes. Um, so tomorrow you can wake up and start again. And I just analyze yesterday and see where you went wrong and improve upon it. Yes. And Janiel, have you been doing good? Have you been doing good work? Have you been waking up every day excited and passionate about what the day unfolds? And have you been making small steps consistently to get towards your goal and your primary focus? Yes. Are you getting results? Yes. Are you are you feeling how you are you are you standing in your passion? Are you living your dreams? Are you excited? Even though right now you have zero dollars and zero cents, and you recognize that the steps you're making right now are soon going to reap rewards, whereby you can actually get some money to clear some of your debts and to be able to move from hand to mouth on um, dollar for dollar day to being able to say I know how to make a dollar and now that I know how to make a dollar I can use that dollar to pay off my debt and then whilst I'm doing that talk, think about stepping into the mode of building generational leg- generation, generational wealth and legacy but you can't think about generational wealth and legacy up until you can figure out how to clear your own debt your everyday expenses and then start to save and pay and all, invest in all those things it's, it's a process and and are you Janine, doing what you can do at the level that you are at with the resources that you do have and are you maximizing your time and doing what you need to do Janine? my answer to myself is yes so do you recognize Janine, that some days you're gonna have a good day some days you have a a bad day yes i recognize that so i am there asking so it's me myself it's me myself and i said so me is asking myself and me is asking i <laughs> all these questions and so me myself and i will pick up myself from the beaten down approach i've been giving myself after that conversation with my cousin that i felt i didn't accomplish my goal and waking up this morning telling myself you know what johnny yesterday has gone Okay, do not let that one occasion defeat you or derail you from the direction that you're going. Because you've been doing great work and you've been gaining results in your primary focus, QTC. And QTC is, is a brilliant idea that is, that is in its baby stages still. And it's been garnering you great results. And you're excited about that. And you're seeing how ways you can manifest even more different things. So don't let your side hustle idea take you off your track. So do what you've done or you've been doing in your system. Don't let that beat you down. So I just fired it again. But yes, don't let that beat you down. So here I am. Now I wake up this morning and I wake up. I typically get up at 2 a.m. I wake up at um, about quarter to three. And I said, you know what? Let me record how I'm feeling so that because um, I know I'm going to achieve it. There's no if, ands, buts, now, maybes. I believe in me. I know I'm unique talented i'm uniquely gifted i know this and i know i'm different than a lot of people and i know many people have may not be able to speak my language or do not speak my language so sometimes i feel as if i'm alone in my environment 
and I'm different than everybody that's around me. That's how I feel. And I feel like I poorly communicate to people what I really want to say or what I really want to do. So I lose them because I poorly communicate. So I'm working on that. So while I'm working on being a better communicator so that people can understand me, I recognize even though I become a better communicator, they might still not understand me because I'm different. My thought process is different. And I'm very talented. And a lot of people have not shown that side to a lot of people. So people, so persons don't know that side of me because I've not shown that side to a lot of people. And I have not shown that side because of my own insecurities of being a fat person over all my life. I think people only see fat Johnny and they only see the rolls and they only see dark Johnny with this with the spot, the skin on your face or different. So when I say so I, I, I withhold who I am to people because of all the insecurities that I'm working on. No. And when I'm overseas, I'm overseas and I get so much compliment from strangers and other nationalities and companies and people want to do stuff with Johnny. And I'm comfortable be showing the world outside of St. Vincent, the brilliant Johnny that I am. But I'm not comfortable showing people who I have grown up with, people who I think have looked at me in a particular way all my life, that part of Johnny, even some of my family members. I have people who are my family members that have no idea my brilliance. And I'm not saying this because I want to knock my own horn on her. I'm saying this because as a child, I've always known I'm brilliant. I'm uniquely brilliant. I know this, right? However, I've never been in an environment where, where somebody could say, where somebody have said, at home in St. Vincent, where somebody said, Janiel, you have a natural ability that is unique. People like you are rare. And I want to help you to mold that ability so that you could be able to figure out which direction you want to take this natural ability. No one has ever really sat me down or, ba- or better Janiel. No one in St. Vincent ever done it. My family has never really done that. My friends. So I've always recognized my brilliance. And when I went overseas and I was struggling with school and whatever, along with dealing with struggling with school and all those things, I joined organization and volunteer and international organizations. They recognize my ability and they said, Janiel, come here. We think you need to apply for this because you have a disability and you're brilliant. You have this natural ability to do some stuff and we want you to do this. And I, because no one in my family has ever helped me in that way or my friendship pool, I was hesitant to show people, okay, I know I could do this. I was hesitant. But then these strangers from other countries are telling me, girl you're brilliant you know you should do this and they couldn't understand my hesitancy it's almost like they're saying they're telling me you have this ability i wish i had this ability like what you have and you can do so much with it you can do so much you can affect changing so much idea and they, they can't understand why i'm so scared why i'm not i do not see myself they cannot understand and they don't, they don't realize that nobody in my home country has ever shown me that they see me nobody in my home country has ever given me that reassurance that I needed but when I was overseas now and a CEO of a billion dollar corporation they will they normally have a meeting in Barbados every five years or something like that and I was just coincidentally this would happen um a lady from a lady from United Nation calls my chairman to ask him to attend a conference at the Hilton Hotel in Barbados right and he said that he swamped because he was just mig- he was pack he was about to migrate from- he was about to migrate from Barbados to move to Bahamas and he was swamped right and he said you know what he can't make it but he's gonna send somebody on his behalf right because he has work and packing up and all those other things he didn't tell her that that's what he was thinking so he called me and he said Janiel I have a conference I want you to go to to represent our organization 
on my behalf because because of work and me leaving and all that stuff i don't think i have the time to jump into the meetings and whatever so he asked me to go last minute so it's like the meeting the conference start the monday the man asked me for sure you call me the sunday no i still in my insecurity and i mean nothing about i am brave enough to show the world who i am but i've worked with this gentleman as a volunteer and he's impressed with my work and he's uh, he's giving me a lot of leeway to lead a lot of projects. I've done a lot of work with him. So he called me to represent the organization uh, and to represent him as the chairman. I said, yes, I'll go. Now, main drive-ins, I have to catch two buses to get to the location. It's a fancy hotel. You have to know how to with knife and fat, dress depart. I'm a broke, unemployed student, right? And everybody I'm working along with, I've not told them my challenges. So I'm showing up to this organization, volunteering my time. These people driving to this location and I'm catching two and three buses to reach location but they don't know i am catching 23 buses sometimes i might ask for a ride but they don't know my situation my financial situation they don't know that i'm struggling i don't tell them that i just show up i'm always the first to get there the last to leave i show up i get the job done and i do the work and i go home and i sit in my room and i cry and wonder how i'm gonna eat tomorrow anyway trip so i got to the hotel when i got there to the hotel i realized i'm probably one of the three black people in the room it has hundreds of people at the hotel, big conference, and I walk into the conference room. I, when, when, oh, before you get to the conference facility, the outside, they have to set you up, give you all your tags and your labels and all that good stuff. So I got settled, I get, went into the conference room. Huge conference facility. I think that was the biggest conference I had ever went to at that particular time in my life. And it was a global conference, just, which is happening to be in Barbados, because they have the conference all over the world every year but it was just the caribbean's time and the island in the caribbean that they choose was barbados they're not gonna come back for another five years in this region and i'm in the room and i realize i'm completely completely lost and confused i am completely lost and confused because apparently what they do they send out a booklet to every person coming to the conference at least three months in advance so you can learn the codes and everything. Because when they talk in the conference, they're talking codes. So they're saying, for example, they're talking about there's stuff like, yes, and the T5 and the T6, and we're going to get the 4, 5, and the C06 to do the L element, stuff like that. And I'm there completely lost. Then I realized that there's a booklet that you're supposed to study before you come to the conference so you can understand what they're talking about. So I know how my booklet now, and I'm trying to go through and learn the definitions as I'm the, as they're talking to figure out what they're saying. And it's a five day conference, right? Long chance of it now, I I realize I understand nothing, so I start to make friends. Just coincidentally, while I sit down, the guys I sit down to, he realize I call. I tell them how I real call when they talk. And the guy says, "Okay, he's coming back." He gave me his jacket, and he said he going up in his room because he having no jacket in his room. He coincidentally was staying in the hotel. I, right, I just sat down to the right person, and I coincidentally sat down. Coincidentally, it wasn't planned. Next to the only black people in the room. <laughs> so the guy, he 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 um he is Jamaican, live in the states in um in the Silicon Valley. If you know who the, who the Silicon Valley is, you understand the importance of. Oh my gosh, I'm meeting somebody for the Silicon Valley, right? So now, all the time I sat down next to this man, I know who he be now. I just. Last and confused in the conference, thinking that my chairman sent me here for embarrass him and Barbados got represented not only him, the organization and the region. I get embarrassed the whole region now. So now my new friend, give me his jacket and gone upstairs to his. Apparently, 
you know, there's this universal thing when black people see one another in a white community, we tend to kind of like gravitate to one another, even though we don't know one another name, even though we don't speak the same language. The fact that all of we black, we kind of just tend to gravitate in the car to be like, okay, an extra black person to feel comfortable, right? So another black woman behind me, see me talking to the next black guy, so she kind of smile at me and be friendly. Long story short, I made friends with these people. These about, about about five of them, I think it was. Then the people on the stage are coming down now because they've done their segment and I completely lost. And the people I've just met, I see they get up and they go to the stage. Then I see, and they got up and they go to the stage because they don't even introduce as the first time the company is adding diverse culture to the board. They only had white people before and they know this year, that particular year, 2018, I think that was, or 2017, can't remember. They now adding a diverse set of people to the board. So the first time ever this billion dollar company is adding black people, right? And Asians and the minorities to the board. And they launched it in Barbados. So they're saying, and, and not just that, they also say it's the first time they added a woman to the board. So I've just met the first woman and she also happened to be black. Right, and she was apparently the chairman of the re- of, of of our area within the world of the regional telecommunication something whatever. Anyway, I don't want to go into much into specifics, but the point I'm making is she was a big girl. She's she re- she's a retiree, and the company reached reached out to her because of her previous career and wanted her to be a one of the board of trustees. So they now launched it to the public and introducing her. Now it turns out that that same area there. That we all huddled together for the conference, whatever, whatever. And I did the conference. I, I figured out the information was in the conference and what it was saying. And I did my natural ability and performed how I could not only perform. At the end of the week now, they're, doing, they're going over this stuff and they're doing closing ceremonies and stuff. And when the chairman of this billion dollar company finished speaking, he came outside... And he approached me and he said, here is my card. He said, if you ever need anything, let me know. If you ever need me to do anything, let me know. I generally lose the man card. <laughs> he said, people like you is what the world needs. <laughs> people like you is what my organization needs. Call me anytime. I lose the man card. Eh? Can't even tell him my name. <laughs> but anyway, moving along. That same, that same, um, <laughs> that same re- conference, what was that? What the chairman didn't tell me when you asked me to represent him is that everybody at the conference was staying at the hotel. So what I have to get up all their morning to reach to the conference because what happened right before the conference start they get they give you breakfast, everybody breakfast and then have lunch. They have all the fancy food you could think of, food galore. So they have part up one of the parts of the conference is about eating in terms of they make sure everybody have all the food and stuff they need. And I really did do that because everybody stayed at the hotel. So now I was struggling, catching up. I didn't have money for boss, all kind of stuff. And I ain't telling my chairman that I need financial help to get to the location because nobody, you know, is suffering. Eh? So now, long part of the story now, one of the ladies who I made friends with, I was talking to her about, oh, yes, getting there this morning was really challenging and stuff. And tough. then she said, you know what, Johnny, come stay at the hotel. She said, come stay with me. So I ended up and I moved for the week. It was about seven days and stayed at the hotel with her. I shared her room. Right, she's like in her sixties. She could be like my grandmother or my mother, or whatever. Very mature, very nice, very lovely from Suriname. Very lovely lady. She's actually one of my closest friends right now. Do I do? I don't really speak to her often, and it's too much about that communication. But anyway, Trey. So now, 
in talking to her, I kind of found out who she was. But we'd already made friends and stuff, whatever. Now, she herself in talking to me. And because she's from Suriname, and I think figure I never see she again in my life, I, I, showing, I showing them who I am. I, I was showing that crowd of people my ability and who I am. Because in my mind, I can never see these people again. So I can afford to show them who I am. And by showing them who I am, everybody that come in contact with me said to me, Johnny, you should, have, you should apply for the fellowship. You should have applied to the fellowship the organization have. I think I apply for fellowship. Then they don't know my grades. I've been failing so much stuff because I'm working so hard for trying to get my university fees paid and i hardly in class working like failing. If they see my transfer, I'll get you. Everybody telling me, Johnny, apply for this fellowship. You'll get you. You'll get your represent, represent. Barbados applied. So now I, long, I left the fellowship. I left the, the conference. And um, made some contacts, useful contacts, and that I never, that I never used actually. But that, that's a whole lot of conversation for a whole lot of time. I left the conference, and um, I left it. People telling me to apply for the fellowship, and I say yeah, yeah, but I didn't apply. Then when the, no, I, no, I lied. I left the conference thinking that they think I should apply because they know me from some interaction with me, so they see my ability. At the conference, because at every segment after I learned the, the manual, I, I stood up and I learned the manual. So when I went back to the second day of the conference, I knew what they were talking about and I contributed to the conversations. And I, I went to the mic, I spoke, and I, you know, and it's a, it's a, it's a room full of bay white men, all white men with money, money players. And I understand why, like, for example, this was a place whereby the decisions were made that affect businesses in our, in our territory. For example, in that meeting, I learned why our company, Cable & Wireless, made certain decisions. I learned how, how Cable & Wireless have power. I learned about digital. I learned about, and I learned it from a, from a global scale, how it affects our, our territory and our country. So I learned a lot in that meeting. And in that meeting was where voting was occurring, whereby policies were going, the policies that were going to be created in that meeting was going to trickle down to our region. And based on the policies of policies policies of our vote in that meeting, the, some of the, country, the companies in St. Vincent have to now create, um, have to adhere to these policies based on stuff that we voted for in that meeting, right? And I see why her own territory had no say really because of how things were done in that meeting. And I hardly saw people from our region in that meeting who shouldn't have been in that meeting, right? Um, I even saw, uh, uh, anyway, I don't want to say too much on that, but the point I'm making that I left that conference and I... Got an email like about a month later from the from the, from the billion dollar company. The staff member remembered message me said, Janiel, our application is open for our fellowship. Um, it opens from this particular day to this particular day. I think you should apply, right? Because we we think you're what we need. I, I messaged one of my friends who who work on the, who work along with another organization that I volunteer in, and she does. She is like Janiel. I think you should apply because I was a chairperson. The the chairman I told you about made me a chairperson of a of a committee. That I was running. I ain't school there. I ain't graduate yet. I broke, hungry, unemployed, ain't got money. I am a student and they put me to be the chairperson of a committee whereby I'm managing people who done study years ago, a whole side degree, have big position in different governments and private sector, and they answered to me within that particular project. So one of the person who have who is more qualified than me, and more experienced than me, is answering to me, working for me in my committee. I called her to tell her that the company emailed me and tell me to apply for the fellowship. She's like, Johnny, girl, you should apply. You you need to let people see who you are. Apply. So because she encouraged me, I applied. About a month later, I got a call. Um, Janiel, 
you are one of 10 persons in the world, not in the cut, not in nine, nine Barbados, not in seven, in the world who was selected for a fellowship. Congratulations. I literally on the phone while crying because the person was calling me. I met her at the conference and she's smiling and she said she, she, she wanted to personally call me to congratulate me. She said to me, you have a week to accept the fellowship, accept the nomination because we have a... We have a backup list and the person who would take your position if you don't accept is a professor at UB in Jamaica who is on hold, who also we had to call to tell him that he is, he also has been selected, but he is a backup and he would not be able to go on own if you say no. I said, yes, <laughs> I was so excited and I was so shocked. I actually cried in my room, like literally. Then what she didn't know is at that same time that, oh, I, I did tell her, I said to her, did I? Anyway, I can't remember. Anyway, what she didn't know um, was um, that at that time, I was in my room on campus. I had no idea how I was going to pay for the room I'm in. I've been in the room for a month. I had no idea how I'm going to pay for my UE fees. I'm in debt. I have all my debt there. And I have no idea what I'm going to tell the school about how to stay there. Long and short of that story, day, um, I, 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 I coincidentally... Right, my best friend had called me that same that same day when the woman called me and tell me God accept. My best friend had called me and tell me, Johnny, come home, please now. Nah. You're over the suffering too much. We done she's she's at this point she and I were talking and she knew I didn't know how I'm gonna pay for the food I'm gonna eat the next day or how I'm gonna pay for my tuition for the semester, how I'm gonna pay for the room I was in. She knew I didn't have those things. And she said, Johnny, you're getting sick, you're you're, you're killing yourself. Come home and let's regroup. It's okay if you have to come home a second time and regroup. Come home, Johnny. I tell her no man coming home. I can stay in Barbados, even if I have to walk on the street. I can stay in Barbados and figure it out. Because I only have four courses left to graduate. Even though I'm about to graduate with a pass degree. Because my GPA is so shitty. Because I failed so much things because of all my challenges. She said, come home, Janil. Come home. I'm begging you, please. My best friend on the phone. Like she will cry. Come home, Janil. I said, no man coming. No way. <laughs> I stayed in Barbados. I almost done. Then, in my instincts, I didn't feel... I, I, Generally, I didn't feel good, right? But generally, when what I've realized in the last couple of years, when I don't feel good, my brother don't feel good. I said, I'll be calling. When I don't feel good, as we said, I always call my brother and ask him how he feel about himself, right? Because generally, when he don't feel good, I ain't feel good. So I called him, and he said to me he wasn't feeling well, right? I had a conversation with him, right? And then I tell him I'm coming home. <laughs> he said, okay. So I called but my best friend. I tell she, okay, I'm coming home now. Remember, but he don't, what my brother didn't know is that the hour I was on the phone before I called him with my best friend who was trying to convince me to come to St. Vincent and the Grenadines. And I don't tell she no man coming, but, but, but because when I spoke to my brother, he said he wasn't feeling good. And I was kind of scared. Um, so I, I called her and I said, I'm coming home. But I said to her, I don't know how I reached him coming out of money. And I had so much things, so much debt in Barbados. She said, don't worry about her. I'll call you back. In half an hour, she called me back. She said, Johnny, you have two hours to get to the airport. There's a plane waiting on you out at the airport. Her, her cousin's a pilot. So she have him in this she, she have him park up in Grantley Adams International Airport waiting on me. I tell she, girl, it don't work so. I care. I said, chick, it don't work so. In order for me to leave Barbados, I have to tell the university. It takes a week for me to pack up. They have to find space to put all my stuff. They have to prove my leave. All kind of stuff. It don't work so. She said, well, chick, you don't have any money. And you need to get to the, get to the airport. And you need to get to the airport. I wake you up. You need to get to the airport. I recording something. I need to get to the airport. Long part of the story now. I. She said, just try and get to the airport, John. Just try. Just try, Johnny. Try to get to the airport. I'll see. 
So she come back and over, you don't pack up, you don't get him. I start to ball. I said, no, because I'm all by shit. They pack up me and contact you yet. And I have one hour to get to the airport. She said, okay, Jali, stop crying. I'll ask him if you can wait another two hours or something for you. And then she, she, she said, stop crying, Jali. I can deal with it. So she called my friend, another friend I have in Barbados. He came with another friend of his. Two of them come to my room and come to my room. They tell me, come out the room, Jali. And they walk with garbage bags and they fling everything I own in garbage bags everything and they fling everything in the back of their jeep and i like i run down so i tell the security girl i got to go i email the school <laughs> so basically we ran speed to the airport got to the airport i couldn't find my passport in them garbage bag we, we, we did in grand yard at the airport going to the back of the jeep looking for my passport right and i got to the counter I leave all my stuff for my friends. I said, I said it to Vincent Vincent. And I jump on a plane that was waiting for me. A private plane, actually. That was waiting for me. In Grantland Airport. I was the only passenger on the plane. 